Welcome to FBC's Roundtable Discussion. We invite you to join us as we delve into different accounts and lessons in the Bible. We hope this discussion will encourage you, cause you to think, and draw you to a closer walk with Christ. And now, on to today's discussion. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get this started. Welcome uh, to Clo a Closer Walk Podcast. Is that what we decided to call this? Yes, a Closer a, Walk a, Podcast. A Closer Walk Podcast. Uh, my name is Pastor Rob Richards. Uh, I have with me uh, a couple of fellows from our church. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to let them introduce themselves here in just a second. I've been the pastor here for, for about, the senior pastor here for about five years. And uh, God has been working greatly through our church uh, in a ministry that's been called uh, Casting the Net. And uh, tonight, tonight's podcast or today's podcast or whatever time it is that you're listening to this, um, uh, I guess that could be any time of day. Uh, we, we want to just kind of introduce to you what God has given to us. And, uh, but with that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let these other guys introduce themselves, starting with um, Dan. I'm looking at the wrong guy, so I'm calling him Dan. James. <laughs> Uh, my name is James Damon. I'm a brand new deacon to the church. Um, I've been coming to church for this church for 13 years, approximately 13 years. A so, long time. Uh, yeah, a long time. Uh, I'm a sound booth guy and uh, just trying to see what we can do here and uh, uh, spread God's word. And I'm Mr. Dan, as all the kids call me, <laughs> and um, I've been around for a long time. We'll just leave it at he's, that. He's the old man of the group. In more ways than one. Um, so generally you'll see me behind the pulpit on Sunday morning or during the services, leading the services. And beyond that, I will be in the sound booth or helping out in technology. Um, that's the laptop in front of me. I uh, can't get away from those too easy. So, that's who we are. That's Rob, who, you want to open us with prayer? Yeah, let's go ahead and, uh, and, and pray. Father God, I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for, for this opportunity that we can uh, sit around your word, Lord, and, and talk about just the wonderful, the wonderful gospel, Lord, the wonderful truth uh, that's given to us here. And Lord, I pray that you would direct our conversation. Lord, I pray that uh, you would give us uh, wisdom and uh, clarity of thought, Lord, and clarity of speech. I pray that you be with those that uh, would hear this, Father, that it would be a blessing uh, to them. Uh, for those that are saved, it would be an encouragement, Lord. And for those that, uh, that may hear it, Lord, uh, that uh, are lost without Christ, Lord, I pray that uh, you may draw them to you, Father. We thank you for all you've done for us. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Well, Dan, why don't you go ahead and start us off with... Uh, Okay, um, Casting the Net is the overarching name of our entire online outreach from the church. And we came up with that name based on Luke chapter 5. And in the early part there of Luke chapter 5, it's near the beginning of Christ's ministry. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this, this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the draught of fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. So being in technology, 
the idea of using technology to spread the word of God has always just sort of been in my mind and my thoughts. And a couple of, about two, a year or so, a year and a half ago, it's like we have a Facebook presence. We have a website, but we're not really using it to do anything to spread the word. And so it just sort of was mulling in my mind, working around. It's like, okay, what, sh what are we supposed to be doing with these ministries? What are we supposed to be doing to reach out? And then I ended up hearing another podcast, and they were using this passage. And they were talking about casting the nets and being able to catch people, catch fish. And it just really struck me that that's what we need to be doing. We need to be casting the net out, casting out onto the Internet, and casting out God's word. You know, we can cast out memes, we can cast out, you know, cute sayings and all that, but that's not what is going to catch people. That's not what is going to turn people's heart to the Lord. It's going to be getting God's word out there. Yeah. And so the idea, you know, that, okay, Simon, he cast out the net that he caught in the fish, and then he's like, Lord, you know, I'm not worthy, you know, depart from me. And Christ says, don't worry about it, fear not. I'm going to give you a totally different direction. From now on, you're going to start catching men. You're going to be a fisher of men. And so just from there, just sort of the ideas started moving in the mind as to, okay, how do we start casting the word of God out onto the Internet so that we can catch men, so that we can be fishers of men like Christ has commanded? The other thing that really struck me with this passage is Simon... Christ is in Simon's boat, and Simon's the one that lets down the net. But then he has to beckon unto his partners, which were in the other ship, because Peter can't handle all this. Right. It's just such a great draught of fish. And so the others come, and, you know, and both boats end up starting to sink because of all the fish that they've caught as a result. And too often I feel and I wonder that we try to do things on our own by ourselves when really we need to be pulling in a team of people, pulling in a multitude of people. And so one Monday evening I ended up talking with James and I think the following Monday we ended up having Amanda here, James's wife, and we talked about the online ministry and we talked about possibilities. We talked about, you know, how can God use this? And both James and Amanda caught the vision of what the Lord could use this for. As like, well, okay, if we're going to go down sinking, we're going to bring Rob, the preacher, also with us. So we brought uh, Rob and Jess in the following week. And we needed more hands. We needed more, we needed all, more hands. All hands on deck. Yeah. Um, and so, we, so the following Monday, we had five of us, and we talked about it. And we really got the vision at that point as to, okay, this is the direction that we feel the Lord is leading us to go with this. And so Amanda started in with pieces of it, and... James and I started in with some various internet pieces with it, with uh, on YouTube and Facebook streaming now, and some other areas. Even Twitch now. And, and yeah, we're even on Twitch now. <laughs> we're still twitching about that, but um, and um, but then also just starting the podcast. It's like we've always had the ability all along to do, be able to do the podcast. We just had to actually take the time and create an MP3 file and do it. Um, so bringing in the team, I think, has really been a big help and a big part of this. Um, I'm, James and I are part of some Facebook groups, and Amanda also, dealing with church social media. And so often I'm seeing on there that it's one person in charge of the entire social media ministry, and they're burnt out. They're like, how do I keep going? I, you know, I've, just, I've run out of energy, of thoughts and things, and... It's like, well, God really didn't necessarily call us to work as a one-person team. Oh. You know, he's called us together to work together. Right. So that's the foundation. That's the background and the basis for casting the net. For me, it's really a blessing when they came to me uh, because that, that's always been the vision of our church. Um, when we, when uh, the, the church uh, voted me in as a pastor, one of the, it was within the first, the, that week or the next week, uh, the Lord laid upon my heart a verse in Acts chapter, uh, Acts chapter 26, it's verse 18, and let's read it real quick. And if I can, 
I thought I had it marked, but uh, if you give me one second. Uh, but it's Paul giving his, uh, uh, his uh, testimony to, uh, uh, to, I believe it's King Agrippa, but he says in verse, uh, chapter 26, verse 18, he says this, to, talking about what Jesus is speaking to him on the Damascus Road. He says, uh, this is uh, verse 17, Deliver thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Uh, Jesus gave Paul his purpose um, right there. And I believe that, that the purpose that, that, that uh, Jesus gave Paul is the same purpose that Jesus gave the church. Uh, Matthew 28, um, that we're to go and we're to preach the gospel uh, to every creature. And we're to make disciples, we're to teach, teach them, baptize them, and, and, uh, and uh, make more, to make more disciples. Um, so when Dan, Dan and, and James came to me with, the, with this idea, it's, it's just a broader, the, a broader vision. Uh, of casting the net, it's it's taking every available tool uh, that we have uh, to to reach the lost for Christ. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not uh, um, it's not uh, it's, it, it, it's it's just something that we hadn't been doing before, and it's all happened during COVID. Yeah, which, every <laughs> bit of it. <laughs> uh, and and I, I praise God for for these guys. We have been streaming our services online for for years, um, and so we were already all set up for all of that. Uh, so when the church's, church doors got shut because of the, the state mandates, um, we were able to get the gospel out uh, to our folks and to those who knew about us, but this is just the next step. Um, it's just it's broad, broadening our reach. It's do, we're doing our best to, through the technology that we have, uh, to get the gospel out, and it, it it astounds me how God has used it in the last yeah. in the last several last couple of months. Uh, we had somebody come to come to the church on Sunday for the first time, who have been watching us. They saw us on Facebook. They've been watching our videos on YouTube, and uh, they came and they uh, she and her and her husband want to meet uh, with me this week. Uh, so it just praise God for what He's doing. Uh, but again, it's the whole purpose of this um, is the same purpose that Christ had. Uh, same purpose that he gave to Paul um, and to all the disciples. It's the, to reach the lost, uh, to get the gospel out. I mean, I will say that one of our biggest missions in this whole statement, that this whole ministry, um, praise God that we had somebody show up that was watching, but that's not actually what... Right. We're, we're about, we're not here to boost the numbers that are coming into church. Right, right. right. The, the whole aspect of this ministry is to put God's word in um, pe people's hands um, through, the, through social media, through the podcast, through, you know, however different types of media that we can, and then let God use it and either bring them to another church you know, right. and just be able to reach them throughout the country and and we actually have somebody who watches from India every now and then yes. so yeah yeah <laughs> we're worldwide right it, right it's not it's not about building up our church and getting numbers here it's about getting the gospel out and whether they end up here or they end up going to another church uh, it's it's it, it ultimately that's that's the that's the teaching of the disciples part of it the, uh, that we're supposed to do but uh, but again we're just using every every available tool that we have to get the gospel out I drank that water and I went down the wrong tube <coughs> Goodness, we'll um, we'll edit you out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> one one thing I did want to mention is is John chapter four, with that um, Jesus. We know that his purpose uh, when he when he came to this earth was to to, to seek and to save, right? It, to that which was lost. In John chapter four, he's talking to the woman at the well, and uh, and uh, the disciples had gone into to Sychar to uh, get some food. Um, and they left Jesus sitting on the well, and, and uh, he was sharing the gospel with her. And at the beginning of the chapter, it says that he must needs go through Samaria. It wasn't the shortest route he could have taken. In fact, it wasn't a route that uh, most Jews would have taken because of, of the, the way that they dealt with uh, the Samaritans. Um, but Jesus said he must needs go that way. Uh, remember, his purpose was the lost. 
Um, and he goes, he goes there, he sits down, and, and it's almost, uh, if you read ch chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, it's almost like going soul winning with Jesus, and that may be a m message that, you're hear, that you hear here in the, in the near future. Uh, but, uh, but uh, it, you know, it's, it, there's a lot that we can learn about how, how he was reaching those people. Um, but but uh, there it says he must needs go through Samaria. And when the disciples come back, they see him speaking to the woman. They, they're, they're trying to figure out what, what he was doing. And I'm trying to I remember the exact verse. 27 is when they come back. 27 is when they come back. And he, they asked about if, if somebody else had given him meat. And he said that he, that he had meat that they knew not of. And that his meat was to, to, to fulfill the... I haven't seen the, the oh, 32 verse. Was 30, 30, 32 is... Uh, 32 says, but he that say, he said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. Therefore, says the disciples one to another, hath any man brought him ought to eat. Jesus saith unto them, My meat is to do the will of them, of him that sent me, and to finish his work. Well, the one that sent him was his father. And uh, the will of, of the father was to see those people saved, to finish that work. Is, was done at the cross when he said it is finished, uh, but but that that was his purpose. And you look at the disciples; he gave them purpose um, when he ascended up into heaven. He told them that they were to preach the gospel in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth. Um, he, he told the same thing in Matthew chapter twenty-eight. Um, they uh, and that he told uh, Paul in in Acts, "This is this is your purpose," and. I don't think that purpose is, God's purpose has never changed. Right. The question is, what's our purpose, and how does that affect us? And and I love the way that our church is looking at it, the way that we're looking at it now, and, and, and trying to not stir up something that's not real, but um, start a fire of, of evangelism, of, of getting people out, whether it's through this or through any other way that we can. Um, but to get the gospel out, because that's, that that purpose has never changed, um, and and if we ever if we ever lose that purpose, then we've lost what God would have us to do. Um, but but then so we do it from the church perspective, but then we need to look at it from the individual's perspective as well, um, and how does that affect us? But right, um, and perspective is so important because me being a data guy, I love numbers and things, so. It's really easy to look and say, "Oh, look how many likes we have. Oh, look how many, you know, how far that, you know, that post or that YouTube video or whatever. Look how far it went." But that's those are just numbers. It's not, it's not the real result that we're looking for of our hearts getting changed, our lives being drawn to Christ. You know, and again, it's so easy. Yeah, you know, I, I think back when I was younger, and you, you know, you go out Thursday night visitation or something. It's like, you know, you want to see those people come into church on Sunday. You know, How you many want... decisions did you have that day? Right, exactly. Yeah, it, it was. It's a numbers thing. You know, I know. You know, Pastor Williams. You know, so many times said, you know, the ABCs. You know, it's uh, uh, there it goes. ABCs. Um, you know, the buildings. Uh, was it buildings, cash, and I forget what the A was. Oh, attendance. Okay. Attendance, buildings, and cash. You know, that's how you know, churches measure themselves. Mm. And, but it's like that's not, that's not how we're supposed to measure it. It's no. what are the spiritual yeah. results. Absolutely. You know, our lives being changed because of God's word. Right. You know. and, and you may be sitting, if you're listening, you may be sitting there wondering, well, why are we listening to these three guys? Who are they? Yeah. You know, Nobody. We aren't anybody. <laughs> Uh, but we do have a message, and it's not uh, our message, but it's the message that God's given to us uh, that we're to get out. So, uh, so just the, uh, going along with what the, how this all started, uh, talking about uh, this, the beginning of this, this particular podcast, uh, if you're going to continue listening to us, is not just going to be the gospel message, but it's going to be the Word of God. It is, uh, we're going we're to sit down with the Word of God and examine it and talk about it. And it's not going, I'm not going to tell you I have all the answers. Um, but I have a God who has all the answers, and right. uh, and uh, and uh, I'll you know as we come in and, and we and we study this and talk about the Word of God, uh, hopefully it'll be a blessing a blessing to you, an encouragement to you. Um, but uh, James, do you have any any thoughts? 
James is the only one that prepared. He's got notes. James is the one who prepared. He has notes, and he's been quiet this whole time. Well, I, not the whole time. I, I, I won't I've say typed that. in once or he, he twice. You've been good. I, I talk too much. I, I will say, uh, for those of you that don't know me, um, some of you may have seen some of the podcasts from the Sound Booth um, musings, but. I am incredibly introverted, so the, this particular type of event is activity. not activity is not with, high up on my forte. Um, however, it is something that I've been called into, pushed into, corralled into. <laughs> I've done no pushing or corralling. Encouraging. Praying. <laughs> uh, but it's just, it's something that's um, been just laid upon my heart and um, I, I don't know how to exactly put it into words. It's just, I know it's, I know it's something I'm supposed to be doing because this is just so incredibly outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> and so if I'm, <laughs> so, so that means it must be something that I'm supposed to be doing if I'm willing to do it. Um, so one of the things that, where we had prepared and what we had um, all read to be able to look into it is in John 21, verses 3 through 6, which is another instance uh, where uh, Jesus told them to cast his net. So in verse 3, Simon Peter saith unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus saith unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. You know, some of the things that we were talking about, and some of the, do we... Are we allowing God, are we allowing Jesus to direct... The, the casting of, the, uh, of our nets mm. in, in more than just, you know, do we allow, are we allowing God to direct our lives so that we can do his bidding and do his, do, do his will? Right. Mm -hmm. um, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to revert to all my notes okay. here. That's okay. <laughs> but, one, one, just, just a thought uh, is... The word purpose, right? Yeah. It, 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 we're talking about God's purpose for us. Um, you know, is it, to do this. But it's not just a general purpose. Okay, this is your general purpose whenever you feel like it or whenever you... Uh, but uh, something that actually somebody told me or said the other day is that it, you know, our life is to be purpose and purpose in seeking, seeking the Lord. You know, Daniel, uh, Daniel purposed in his heart that he would do certain things, but um, as it's, you know, you're talking about uh, are we letting God direct the casting of our nets? Um, are we purpose? There's a, there's, that, there's a generalized, is my life focused on that, or am I, am I doing that in my life? But there's also the daily walk, too. Yeah. Right, it's not just the okay, we've got some ministries that we've got going on that, that, we're, that we are um, that we're trying to reach the lost, but in my daily walk, am I sensitive to the Holy Spirit? Am I am I praying about God giving me the opportunity to share the gospel with a certain person? Um, when we're talking about casting the net, it's I'll take whoever and anybody that I can get. Right? That's that's the the principle. Of the net. It's not you're not fishing for a certain kind of fish. You're just trying to catch whatever whatever uh, whatever God will give you in the net. And right. and that's and that that but that should be our purpose. And and is that our purpose on a regular basis? Are we are we really letting that be uh, the direction of our life, um, or, be, or ourselves be directed in that way? And I think all of that ties into some of the other passages that I was studying with all this that were called God has a purpose for us. And so you go all the way back to Exodus when God calls Moses. And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. And then he starts into an argument with the Lord, you know, and keeps throwing back, No, but Lord, you, you don't understand. You don't understand. And the Lord's like, I'm, I called you. I told you to do this. 
And then the, the other passage I was thinking about with all this was Gideon, and he's threshing wheat in the wine press area, not on top of the hill, things, you know, he's hiding, he's cowering, cowering down so the enemy doesn't see him. And the angel of the Lord appears and says, Be, you know, you know thy, my, thy, thou mighty man of valor. It's like, yeah, I'm hiding here behind the wine press. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm no mighty man of valor. And again, he comes up with excuses as to how God can't, you know, you, you get the wrong person. And Peter did the same thing. Yeah. In Luke chapter 5, where we originally started, uh, verse uh, 4, uh, Jesus says, Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your, and I've got this circled, I've got it highlighted and underlined, is let down your nets, plural. Right. Uh, but in verse 5, uh, when, when Peter answered, he didn't make any excuses, uh, but he said, and Simon answering, said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night, so I guess he is making an excuse, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net, singular. You know, he was saying, well, because you told me to, I'll let down this net. But Jesus said to let down all the nets. You know, and he said, I'll do it this way because you said so, but I don't believe you're going to fill it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, again, making excuses. Well, um, specifically, one of the reasons why uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Yeah. Sometimes we just got to get out of the way yeah. and let him direct our paths. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've been toiling all night. I've been doing my work, and it ain't working. Right. You told me to do it. Fine. I'll do it just because you told me to do it. Almost to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, it ain't going to work, but yeah, no. <laughs> I'll show you. Uh -huh. One of the things that, that does those, that shows us, shows us a couple of things. One, it shows us without faith, we're not going to see anything happen. Right. right. But two, the, the futility of us trying to do something on our own. Uh, Moses, uh, you know, back in Exodus, tried to, tried to free the Israelites on, on his own. A few chapters earlier, yeah. Yeah, yeah God killing the... The Egyptian, yeah. Yeah, the Egyptian. Uh, and, and the next day, when the, the other slaves called him out... He thought because he thought they would they would understand the Bible tells us that he, that uh, he was trying to free the, that God would save them from his hand, by his hand, but they didn't. <laughs> but that was that was him trying it. But right. then when God did it, he said, "Who am I? Why are you trying to send me? I I can't, 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 can't even talk." Right? He didn't. Nobody's going to listen to me. Nobody wants to listen to me. I, you, choose another. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lord, I already tried to go down this path 40 years earlier, and it didn't work. Right. You know, why are you telling me to do it now? <laughs> Don't we do the same thing, though? A absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah I, I, I tried to talk to this guy before, and he wouldn't listen to me. You know, I, I, you know I, or I'm, I'm afraid. Who am I? Who's, why would they listen to me? Yep. It, 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 and it isn't. It's, it isn't about what we can do, it's about what, what God can do. Um, something I read the other day I really appreciated. Um, it kind of struck home. It was by R.A. Torrey. And he was talking about, you know, have you, you, tried, have you ever gone and tried to tell somebody about, um, to, to believe on Christ? And many times we'll go and we'll, we'll give them some information, we'll try to get, he goes, but they need, what they need isn't, well, he used the word mean. Um, the, he, because he didn't have that word back then, yeah. um, but uh, he goes, you can you, you can give them uh, your your sayings, your script, you, but what they need is something to believe on. You're telling right. them to believe on Jesus, but they they need to have something to believe on. So show them Isaiah 53 and how this that points to Christ and the cross. Yep. Give them something to believe on because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. And, uh, and too many times we go out and we'll have our little scripts. We have the Roman road. We have the, you know, that says God will save you because you're a sinner. Well, they, they need... Honest, Why do I need to be saved? Right. They, honestly, I, I, I truly believe, and while I, I know God can use that, use Roman's road because he, he has, um, but sometimes I think we limit ourselves and we, we don't see as much fruit because we don't go as well prepared. One with Scripture and two with the Holy Spirit because we need both uh, to be able to see people saved. Uh, but but yeah, it's you well know, you it's... can't. Too often we go down that road where we're knocking on that door and we're saying, 
here, you need Jesus. You need this Bible. And that's not the way that it works. No, nope, not at it, all. You knock and you offer and you plant the tiniest seed. And then somebody else comes and, yep. you know, and, and waters that seed a little bit more. And somebody else comes and waters that seed a little bit more. And 10, 15, 20 people later, finally their heart has softened to where right. the point that they've realized that they need it. it. You can't sit there and knock them over with the, the gospel when they're not ready for it. Absolutely. Right. And the truth is, the majority of people that are saved aren't saved by somebody that they just met randomly at their door or standing on the side of the road. Most of those that come to Christ are, come to Christ because somebody that, that they know, they had a relationship with, right. brought them to Christ. Yep. And, you know, they, they, and it was over a period of time. It, it didn't happen you know, instantly. Um, but but it's, it's through the work of God that that, that happens. Absolutely. Um, and, and we see that, that when Jesus said, do this, they did it. And the next verse says, verse, verse 6, And when they, had this, uh, when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net break. My, one of my favorite parts of this is this is where, this passage, this is where Jesus gives them the, uh, their, their new purpose. Uh, it says in verse Verse ten. Verse ten. And so, so was also James and John the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not; from henceforth, thou shalt catch men. Uh, this was the point that his life was that their that his life and their lives were going to change. Um, and uh, it brings us brings us to to John chapter twenty one, where where we we talked somebody. I don't, I don't know, remember which one of you. I think it was you actually yeah. that brought up that, uh, James, uh, but. Uh, here it is. The context of this is they have spent the last three years with Jesus. God's given, Jesus has given them their purpose. He has already died, he, crucified, risen again, uh, revealed himself to them in the upper room at least twice because they've all, uh, they all saw him except for Thomas the first time. And then they saw him again with Thomas. And, and here the, what does Peter do in chapter 21? Guys, let's go fishing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they weren't fishing for men. They were fishing for fish. Yep. And why they were doing that, I'm not sure. That other than they wanted more than a loaf of bread and three fish. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but, but, but we find them out there again. And somehow they didn't get it when, the guys, when somebody's talking to them from the shore saying, Saying, uh, drop your fish on, or your net on the other side. They didn't get it that it was Jesus. Um, either they were blind or dumb or both. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, which, which that brings back to the point that I mentioned earlier that, you know, okay, Christ is on the shore. Yeah, it's early morning. And in the past, I've always thought of this story, you know, that they're, okay, they're out in the boats. If you're fishing, you're going to be out away from shores a ways. You know, and so, okay, so somebody's there on shore. Hey, did you catch any fish? No, we didn't. You know, cast, you know. But then, you know, we get down to, you know, um, get down to verse 8. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were 200 cubits. Mm. And 200 cubits, you know, they're about 300 feet offshore. They're not that very far away. And yet they don't recognize Christ for who he is. And it's just, it really struck me when I was reading this earlier in the week and thinking about it, that it doesn't take much distance between us and Christ, and we lose sight of who he is and what he would have us to do. Yep, that's right. Part of it might, may have been uh, that he closed their eyes to who he was, just like he yeah. did to the, to the disciples on the, on the road to... Uh, the road to Emmaus, yeah. yeah. They walked with him. Um, they talked with them. They sat and they ate, they sat to eat with them. And it wasn't until he prayed, and they opened that he opened up their eyes and they knew who right. he was. And then he was gone. But even even with that, they said, you know, "Our hearts burned within us." They, they something in them knew, told, was telling them that he was there. Uh, but yeah, so it's it, it, you're right. It it doesn't take much to get our focus off of God's purpose and 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 what should be our purpose. One of, the, one of the most amazing men in Scripture, besides Christ, I believe, is the Apostle Paul. 
And while he had a terrible start in the beginning of the book of Acts, as far as who he was and what he was doing, um, his life changed completely. Yeah. And he went from being one to uh, a Pharisee who was trying to destroy the church to the one who wrote most of, you know, whose entire purpose was. And not, it wasn't just, he, he wasn't just saying his purpose was to preach the gospel. He preached the gospel. And, right. and he did it against the, some of the greatest uh, adversity uh, that anybody did. Um, reading, uh, reading out just the, the number of things, the times he was beaten and whipped and shipwrecked and bitten by snakes and stoned <laughs> and all those stuff. And he, went, and he just kept going and, uh, you know, just preached the gospel because that was his purpose. Right. And, in fact, that, that's how Christ encouraged him. And there in, uh, we, were, we talked about this yesterday in, in Acts when uh, uh, they're in the, the, the boat, the, the phrase was going to sink, sink uh, during the, the, the storm of the Eurycladon. Um, Jesus reminded him, you're going to Rome. You're going to preach the gospel there. Yes. Um, so he was encouraged with the fact that God still had a purpose for him. Um, mm. Now, with that, our churches, our churches' focus and purpose is, and not just our church, but the, the truth is every church, right. uh, their purpose should be to get the gospel out, and we do that in a couple different ways. You know, here we do it um, through the the proclamation or the preaching of the word of God. Um, we we go we've handed out Bibles, we've knocked on doors. Um, now we have this this internet ministry, and during this time of COVID. Um, that's you know, you know, there are other things that we can do. Uh, we need to be careful on how we do those. We can still knock on doors and and try to try to get in touch with people. Um, but the church or the the church isn't the organization. I think that we, that gets lost sometimes because we talk about the purpose. This isn't an organization where, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to push the gospel out there so we can make more churches. Or it's, or it's actually heard somebody use the, the, the phrase franchise churches. Yeah. Um, but that's not what we're doing. It's, it's the message that we're getting out because it's the message that, it's the message that people need. Uh, but it's not done by an organization. It's done by people. Right. And, in fact, you see that in the book of Acts when, in, when Paul begins to persecute the church uh, before, he gets, before he gets saved. Um, uh, Stephen is stoned to death, and great persecution comes to the church, and that's when they scatter. It's not an organization. In fact, the apostles stayed in Jerusalem, right. but everybody else went out. And the Bible says that they preached the gospel everywhere they went. And, you know, it was, it was the deacons. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, James. No, no, no pressure. No pressure, James. But, yeah. it, but it was the deacons. It was, it was, but not just the deacons. It was, it was the people that had gotten saved and, and, and sat under the apostles' doctrine, and they, you know, they continued steadfastly. It was, it was all of them going out and sharing, spreading the gospel. And that's why the world turned upside down. That's, that's why people do the gospel spread everywhere. And so it needs to become, okay, I'm going to go to church so we can do some evangelistic stuff. Now, how do we, how do, we do this with our lives? Because that's, you know, for many years, my life's purpose was I was a paramedic. And that's, you know, that's how I introduce myself to people. A firefighter, you know, that's, this is who I am. This is what I do. Well, that's not supposed to be that way as a child of God. My purpose is, or my, I am a Christian, I'm a child of God, and my purpose is to get out the gospel. Right. And, and so, do you guys have any thoughts or on how we can, we can tie that into our personal lives? Anybody? Anyway, see you out there. Well, think about it. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, and I think part of it goes back to my last point that, you know, how close is my walk with the Lord? Because, you know, for whatever reason, yeah, they didn't recognize him. They're only 300 feet away. You know, am I, is my walk close enough to the Lord that I do sense his walking with me and I do sense his directing and saying, Dan, I need you to do this. Dan, I want you to talk to this person. Dan, you know, you know, you need to do this aspect of you know the casting the net ministry or whatever. You know, am I close enough that he can guide me and direct me, or am I three hundred feet away 
trying to do it on my own and not catching anything, not accomplishing anything. So it, it really... Do, do you think there's space to do both the ministry aspect of it and the personal aspect? I guess what I'm talking about personal evangelism. Is there space? Do people in their lives have space for ministry, ministry and then personal evangelism? I'm going to be very cliche, and we're going to have the space for whatever is the priority in our lives. <laughs> um, right. But I guess in some respects, you know, I view the casting the net ministry and what I'm doing there, I view that as part of my personal evangelism. That's but, kind of where I was leaning towards. Yeah, um, because, okay, I'm, I'm a computer guy, you know, for the most, you know, I'm not really out and about in the community and things. You know, I'm going to be sitting at the house or sitting in an office. Uh, right now, I'm not, even, I'm not even in an office. Right. But, well, and, I, and I'm not necessarily talking about on top of this, going yeah. on knocking doors. And, but remember what we talked about, it, it, it's through personal relationships that, that we build. Right. And... And, and this is something that, and, and I'm not, I'm not trying to trap you guys or trick anybody. Or uh, this is something that I, in, even in my own life, that that, that I need to work on. Uh, but it's the, the idea that we can, we can. Purpose more, uh, not just in the ministry. I, I spend all, you know, I spend my days at church and preaching, and, uh, but, but. What can I do? And not even I'm not even talking about like going and knocking on doors or trying to invite folks to church, but but even within my personal realm of my neighbors, my you know what right. can I do there? Because if we don't reach them, nobody will. Or, yeah. or, or Victory Baptist Church from Linthrop will come and pick them up on the bus and take and take them to the, And again, it's not about building our building up the numbers of our church, but but the greatest the greatest way to reach somebody, yes. We can reach them through through casting the net. We can plant seeds that way, um, and God, God, I pray God will use it. But that's just one aspect of it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so I, I mean, I guess I view it, and I mean maybe it's a cop out, but I, I kind of view it in the same lens that um, Dan does, in that I try to the 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 using the church ministry is parts of my own personal ministry. And then I try to involve those that I meet at least a little bit into, you know, I may not go out there and say, hey, you know, have you heard the word to those that I'm at work with? But they know I'm going to church. They know I'm... Uh, involved in the church. They know that I'm involved in different ministries. And I guess I try to plant some of the seeds in order to invite some of the questions that might then in turn lay there. A, a little bit more than, uh, I can't think of the phrase for it, um, just living for Christ and letting Christ show life, through you. Lifestyle evangelism. Yeah, life evangelism. Right. More than that, but... Um, I guess I don't go around preaching and teaching the gospel as I'm well, and, and <laughs> as you're serving pizzas and gasoline. Well. Right, right. Well, right. I, and, and, and I understand. I, I'm not. I'm not talking about just walking around everywhere and handing pamphlets to everybody that you see. And you know, right. It's just. This is something that God's laid on my heart. Any time you see, and Jesus is my example. I guess is is what I'm looking at. Jesus taught the multitudes, but the multitudes came to him. When Jesus went to somebody, he went to them one at a time. And it was, he found some of the, you know, he went to the, he, he must needs go through Samaria. There was a reason he had to go there. He went there specifically to talk to that woman because he knew that she was going to be there at that time. He sent right. Philip. He sent Philip out in the middle of the desert to talk to an Ethiopian eunuch. He was the only guy there that, that, that got saved. But but it was it was that one person that it was, and so, like in those regard, in those regard, it, a lot of it has to do with making sure that you're listening for 
that small still voice to yeah. sit there and direct you and say, okay, must needs go to Samaria or you need to go out in the middle of the desert right. to meet this person that the chances of you actually running into in the middle of the <laughs> desert is essentially nil. Except for God's going to <laughs> that the, the timing of that was just absolutely amazing. Yeah, right. But but that just showed you it was God telling him to go and God directing the timing and 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 God will put those those people in our path. So the and that's the reason why I kind of view like this part of it as part of the personal ministry because as we're doing the things that God is want those opportunities will become greater. That where, okay, I need to go do this, and those opportunities to to share the gospel one on one and bring somebody, either because of an online ministry or because you're letting God direct your path, all of a sudden will pop up those opportunities more and more. Yeah, I I will say this that when God sent Phil or when when the Spirit sent Philip. Uh, to the middle of the the desert to talk to the Ethiopian eunuch, he was already in the midst of a great revival that he was preaching yeah. as, as a deacon um, <laughs> uh, in Samaria, and you know, so he he was already there, and and, and there were, I'm sure there were others that were there, and I'm not saying he's the only one that was preaching, or, but but God was using him there, and God called him from that to go and deal with the individual who may have or would have ridden all the way home not understanding Isaiah chapter 53 without yeah. without Philip. No. Um, so, just some thoughts. Anything else? I don't know how, I'm not sure where, where we're at our time. Yeah, we're about 40 minutes in. 40 minutes in. Very good. Um, and you didn't stutter too badly, so I won't have to uh, shorten it. Good, <laughs> good. We won't lose. We won't lose any of the the, the time because of my. Um, now I'm going to start doing it because you said it. <laughs> <Stuttering>. <laughs> what we really need for the outro is the 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 the, 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 the that, that that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll end with this. Um, uh, there before we, we get too bad. Before we go too far. I'm really no, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'll end it with this. In John 21, I mentioned this to, to, to you earlier, Dan. Um, after the, the, after the, uh, the, uh, the miracle, and Jesus calls him to, to come and eat, uh, he deals with Peter. Mm. And, and uh, he asks Peter the question three times. It's in verse 15. He starts it. So when they had dined, uh, Jesus saith to, to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? And I'm, I've often wondered what these these were. Do you love me more than the fish? Um, and I, I think that's I think really that was the case, because that was Simon's Simon's previous or Peter's previous occupation. He says, "Do you love me more than th these?" And Simon says, "Yea, Lord, thou knowest I love thee." And he saith unto him, "Feed my lambs." And he asks him the question three different times, and Simon gets more and more upset as the more he asks him. But, but I guess for me it comes down to this: is Jesus is saying the same thing? I believe what he's saying here is, if you love me, you're going to love people. If you love me, you're going to feed my sheep, or who are God? Who are the? Who are his sheep? Um, those that are his will know his voice. Will hear him. They're his children, um, and those that are called. Um, I, it's, you know, if we love Christ, we'll love his purpose. If we love Christ, we'll do what he's called us to do. And one of the greatest, one of the greatest, I think, failures of, of the church, um, in the last, at least the American church, um, and, and not every church, but um, is the fact that, that evangelism has been neglected, um, the, the seeing souls saved and, and getting the gospel out. While our message is, while the message of salvation has never changed, it's always been salvation uh, by faith in Jesus Christ alone. Um, we have, and maybe it's because our, our, maybe it's 
for us is because our church is older and been here for 45 years. Uh, a lot of young churches, uh, new, newly planted churches, you know, they're trying to build up numbers, so they're trying to, it becomes a focus. But after a while, focus has changed, but God's purpose never changes. And Jesus is just reminding Peter here, do you love me? And, and Peter says, yes, of course. He says, then feed my sheep. And I guess it's a reminder for me, as much as we love Christ, we need to love uh, and get out the gospel message and love, love people. Right. Uh, there's no greater love than to, you know, than to, to, to share the gospel with somebody. And uh, whether, whether they want to hear it or not, I'm not saying we beat it with, over the head with it, but that's what they need to hear. And it, that should, our love for Christ should overcome our fears. Our love for Christ should overcome our, our excuses. Um, our, our love for Christ should overcome um, whatever reasoning we may have or or other purpose that we have in our life. I, I, I Like being an introvert. Being an, intro, <laughs> being an introvert, being a, a business owner, being a, a father of, of kids. Uh, you know, we're busy, especially today's day and age. We're, we're yeah. all busy. Um, but Jesus looked at Peter and says, you love me more than these. This is what you used to do. And then he says, this is what I want you to do. I love this. We didn't mention it, but then um, uh, Peter says, "Well, what about this guy?" Talking about John, and he says, "Don't worry about John. <laughs> right. You do what I told you to do." Yeah. And uh, and it's you know it's I think that what what it comes down to if we love Christ, um, even if we don't necessarily um, have the same love and compassion that he had, and I don't I don't know that we can. I don't I don't know that we humanly have the capacity to love people the way he did um, with our with the spiritual life that God gives us. Um, we love him because he loved us, um, but then through that we can also love others through the love, through that same love. So I would just, for all those who are listening, encourage you to, if you're saved, to share the gospel. If you're not saved and you've been listening to this and for some reason you made it all the way to the end of this, um, I want you to know that God loves you, that we love you, and uh, that uh, the gospel is true. Jesus did die for you and uh, for your sins so that you could be reconciled or, or brought near unto God again. And uh, that was the whole purpose. Uh, it's the whole purpose of, of the Bible. It's the whole purpose that Christ came. And it's honestly, it's the purpose of this podcast. Uh, so if you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, uh, reach out, send us an email, and... Uh, and we'd love to share the gospel um, with you so that you might know for sure that you have eternal life. Should we end in prayer? Be a good way to end it. All right. Mind, mind praying for us, Dan? All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we've been able to gather around your word. We thank you that they're not our thoughts, they're your thoughts, Father. Help us to be obedient, help us to love you and to love your sheep, to love the people that you've called as much as you've loved them. Help us to be the witness and the testimony that you have called us to be. Pray that you would use this, that you would bless in the hearts and the lives of people that hear it. In Christ's name we ask, amen. 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 You've been listening to a Closer Walk podcast, an outreach ministry of Fellowship Baptist Church in Augusta, Maine. We hope this was an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ. If you would like to get in touch with us for prayer or questions, you can find us online at fellowshipbaptist-me.org or by calling 207-622-4817. Thanks for listening, and may you continue to grow closer in your walk with Him.